0: Hello and welcome to a new
1: episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the ReInherit Project, a smart tool that provides you with current issues related to cultural heritage management, digital innovation, and sustainability in museums. The REINHERIT project is funded from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Program under Grant Agreement number 101004545. Let's get started.
0: Hello everybody, this is Jaime Lopez from Arte Sostenible, and you are listening to a new episode of Museum SAP, a series of podcasts from the Miguelis project. The topic of this episode is Sounding the Anthropocene, how to face the climate change in museums. Today we have Dr. Sovereign Brothers, highly respected ecologist and climate change expert, currently serving as the an Alan and Helene Chief Curator of Climate Change at the Royal Ontario Museum in Toronto. He is also assistant professor at the Department of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology at the University of Toronto. Soren is also passionate about science communication and community outreach, and has organized a climate change workshop at the United Nations Civil Society Conference. Hi Soren, and welcome to Museum SA.
1: Hi May. thank you. It's uh, great to be here. Thank you for inviting me.
0: <clears throat> okay, I have two questions for you. What's the role of a climate change curator in a museum? Is a new position rated
1: yeah it's as far as we know it's the only of its kind i haven't met another curator of climate change Um, the role part of the role is maybe what people would expect at the beginning having exhibitions um, and being able to help design exhibitions that focus on climate change but a lot of it feeds into really how we weave climate change throughout the museum. So working with other curators here, the the Royal Ontario Museum is a transdisciplinary museum. So it has collections across arts and cultures and natural history. So I'm able to work with different curators to basically start new conversations with the public about climate change, whether it's climate change history and the role that it has on mass extinctions. And we have fossils to show those or climate change solutions and how we can talk through pieces of contemporary art um, to describe how they tie in with climate change solutions so it's a lot of conversation starters Um, but there's also uh, thinking about um, museum sustainability itself there's conversations about um, there's outreach in the community there's trying to find ways for the museum to also be you know, a tool to to engage with the public and listen to the public. And, and, you know, so we're really doing we're thinking broadly. And and another thing is that we're a research institute here. So there's actually going to be ongoing research. And I'm a a scientist. So this is a place where I can also have students and training um, people to be uh, studying climate change and and adding to the
0: literature. Okay. I think this is a really uh, interesting, unnecessary position, by the way. Okay, I have a, a new, uh, another question for you, because I would like you to explain our listeners what the Anthropocene is, and why museums must embrace this term. So the Anthropocene
1: is, depending who you ask, um, a real or a hypothetical geological epoch. Uh, it's not accepted yet by geologists, um, but it's generally discussed as the new era or, or epoch of human impact on the environment and beyond that it also depends who you ask and anthropologists might disagree and with um biologists or different people about when did we change the global system and how did we change it and what is the best defining point so some people might go back and say it happened already 10,000 years ago with fire spreading around the planet by people uh, some people say it, it might happen in the future, with uh, in terms of the Holocene extinction. And if we bring in a new sixth mass extinction that that really becomes you know ma- massive, seventy five percent loss of life of species on the planet, then it could start there. Right now, it's it's mostly agreed there's a general consensus among geologists at least that it would be at the great acceleration so thinking of the 1950s um, and with all and one of the reasons for that is that we have evidence from around the world with nuclear testing um especially where you can see anywhere you go on the planet the effects of uh, of you know, plutonium and cesium in any lake or any kind of environment and you can see that record you can see when when we also signed the non-proliferation treaty and a drop in that and that's a really nice tool to say this is a human impact that has affected the entire planet and of course it just agrees in time um, with this upscaling the rapid acceleration of greenhouse gas um, combustion climate change upscaling then all of these other things plastics production all of these things happened in the 50s so there is a, uh, <clears throat> a search right now for what's called the golden spike uh, um, that's looking for what is the best object in the world or the best place to define that Anthropocene for a geological perspective and and as an evidence-based perspective um and actually i don't know if you know but we have um one of the cores that's that's in the the top three runners right now for that um Golden Spike which is just near Royal Ontario Museum so i've been involved with that um quite a bit with that discussion lately
0: okay very interesting yeah and i didn't actually
1: answer the second part of your question (laughs) But I can go... Which, yeah, yeah, you about, you
0: know. it's about how museums must embrace the term, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, and I think that it's it's a really... So my perspective is, um, you know, I understand there's arguments for and against the way that we use the term Anthropocene. I, I actually don't feel strongly that people should all be forced to use it in the same way. And I can see issues with the term Anthropocene saying that... Um, You know, we, I mean, Anthropocene, it's, you know, it means the human epoch, basically. And if we're defining humanity as the worst things we were kind of doing in the 50s and nuclear testings, I can see there's almost a misanthropic aspect to that. Um, But I think it's a really, really valuable conversation for museums to be engaged in right now, talking about what is our relationship with nature. Um, And one of the things, for instance, that I like with the golden, with the potential golden spike Uh, core from Crawford Lake that we have here is that the impact on nature that we can see in it begins in the 1200s with indigenous farming. And and so we can actually see that change from pre-Columbian local agriculture. And there's nice conversations to have about what does it mean to relate to the planet. Um, And then there could be also downstream legal implications if we have in the 1950s. So there's a lot of different conversations in there, but I think, you know, from museums who are thinking about um, about the relationship between humans and the environment. This is this is the conversation right now and I think it's a really important conversation and discussion to be having and and, and a lively one where people can bring in different perspectives to really get an idea of what does it mean to be human in our relationship with the planet.
0: I think you're right, it's important to make people, visitors of museums, to reflect about that concept. And maybe some museums could change the, the terms, you know, they are addressing in their exhibitions and to introduce Anthropocene Right in order to people to think about what's that, what's our role in, you know, in nature or in the future. So yeah. Okay, Soren, so thank you very much for your input. Yeah, yeah thank you so much. We hope this episode has provided you with valuable information about museums and climate change. Thanks for listening to Up, a podcast for the REINHERIT project, and stay tuned for the next episode. REINHERIT,
1: redefining the future of cultural heritage. For more information about the REINHERIT project, go to reinherit.eu and check our social channels.
0: REINHERIT, make it your own.